Hello, and welcome to the Neighborhood Radio Podcast. I am Nixel, here with... Hi, I'm Charlie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Fish Doctor. And I'm Vidment. And we're back oh, we to doing bad introductions. <laughs> yeah. so cheerful. I'm sorry. I like the awkward pause in the middle. And to the little, little, little. I can't... I can't edit out. I can edit out awkward pauses, Vidman. I can't edit out your disdain for life. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, we should probably do that again. Oh, no, no. That's what we get. Okay, so today we are following up with last last podcast. We didn't finish the questions for dating and romance um, for our question and answer segment of the podcast. Um, so we're going to jump back into that. Did you guys? I thought it went really well, the new format. Did you guys enjoy it? I yes. liked it. I listened to it. Actually, the idea that I make is great. <laughs> it is the. I think it's the longest podcast we've ever recorded. No, without... I think that when the second podcast was the longest. Okay, it's the longest podcast we've ever recorded that went out unedited. Yeah. <laughs> and we had quite a few listeners as well. Yeah, that was fun. Maybe we'll have some more people join us today. Um. But uh, I say we jump into some questions here. We've got maybe a dozen in here, and uh, we'll try to burn through them um, and uh, give our our two cents each. Um, first mm-hmm. question. These are all actually from Hossoth, who is a uh, lovely individual from our neighborhood community, um, and asks some very deep and meaningful questions here. Do you prefer someone opposite or someone similar? Oh, that's a hard one. Similar? <sighs> I don't know. See, I've been with both. I've been with someone who is completely polar opposite to my personality. And it can be very chalk and cheese and it it doesn't tend to work. And then also being with someone that's very similar to me also doesn't work. So you got to have that. I think you, you got to have that balance of having similar interests, but also having your own interests as well. Because if you're too alike you'll clash. And if you're too far apart, you'll just don't spend any time together. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Fish, do you have an opinion on this? No. I mean, I'm literally <laughs> the worst guy to ask. <laughs> I mean, you can still talk about it. Like do you prefer someone similar or opposite? I mean, like- again, there's always a, like a mix. Just like Charlie here proposed that, I mean, if you're too similar, no bueno. But too far apart, no bueno. It's got to be someone that you mean. Still got to be your own person, but also have a few common interests so you guys really want to like stick together. Yeah, actually, I think there was a, there was a um, a science experiment done that checked if people like were how well to go together, depending on like very similar people or like opposite people. And the the people who went together the most were the ones who had enough similarities to make them relatable to each other, but uh, also have enough different things to teach each other, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, well, I've what? kind of been where Charlie is as far as seeing both sides of the coin. I think I've always been more attracted to people that are uh, different than me um, because I loathe myself. <laughs> so, <Aww. laughs> I mean, you know, I did, I did in the past. I'm doing better now, but... But for the longest time, I was, you know, kind of always uh, 
dealing with depression and, and not, not really appreciating myself. So I kind of looked, I, I admired everything that was opposite in another person. Um, I will say though, that like, it's good to find common interests, but my answer to this question is it shouldn't matter because what you need to be aware of is that everybody changes. So if you like somebody because you have a lot in common, one of these days, they're going to get interested in something you don't care about. So if that's the key to the relationship is having stuff in common, that ain't going to be there. If you don't have anything in common, you will find things in common because you will enjoy doing stuff together. So it won't matter if they're into duck hunting or not. They will probably go duck hunting with you because they want to spend time with you and have adventures. And you'll learn to love things together. So it's not that big a deal. All right. A very good question. Uh, Charlie, you want to read the next one? Uh, what are some traits that you look for or speak out to you the most? Hmm. hmm. Mm. You, need, you need to feel this. <laughs> oh, you want me to answer this? Oh, yeah. I'm the guy with the most experience in the subject, obviously. I mean, yeah. You're, yeah. Um. <laughs> some of us have to know. be careful how we answer these because we could offend our spouses. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> Um, I don't know what what I would really like is that uh, the whole understanding of like silly jokes because I'm kind of I'm kind of of a silly person and isn't very smart I suppose so oh, I would like someone similar <laughs> and the girl that uh, also uh, can be a little bit silly sometimes that's that's basically that I think uh, family. Uh, family orientated for me uh, I dated a guy who didn't hardly see his family and I found that so weird like he saw his mom like once or twice every year uh, and I can't I can't go without seeing my mom at least like you know once or twice a week and so like for him not to do that I found really strange and uh, he never stopped me from seeing my family but like I'm very family orientated and so it kind of worried me a little bit if I was to then have a family with this person, what would that be like? So they have to be very family orientated. Yeah, I would back up Vidman's idea that sense of humor is a big deal because people that don't see it eye to eye, don't let, it's going to grind each other. Like if, you know. If you're sarcastic mm-hmm. and your spouse or significant other is not, that can cause a lot of conflict. Um, and uh, for me, uh, my my spiritual faith is a big part of my life. And so, you know, I want somebody in my life who balances that out with having an equal amount of faith. Because, you know, I might want to do something that to some people might seem a little bit, you know, unusual or weird. Like, like I, I have a... Well, like I have an agreement with my wife. If ever I'm out and I feel the spirit leading to do something, maybe it's like go talk to a homeless guy or just, you know, have a conversation with somebody that looks like they need, they need help. Like I will disappear. She'll like, where are you? It's been an hour and you're not home. And I'll just text her back, you know, God thing. And, and she knows what I'm talking about. And that, that level of, you know, worldview and having the same mindset as far as what's important is, is kind of huge. Kind of like Charlie says for family, which also I think is a huge part. And and on top of that, I would also add, those are things you need to watch out for early and see those signs and those seeds already there because some people will tend to like try to please you in a relationship and they'll be someone they're not. So they might act like they love your family, but if they don't talk to their own family and there's not really good reason for that, 
it's concerning. You should buy, you know, maybe dig into that a little bit because some people they'll be interested in all the things you're interested in until they get tired of you. And then all of a sudden their, their things change. So. Hmm. They used to always say to girls, don't try to change your man. Like he is what he is. And if you don't like it, get away from it and find a guy who is what you want him to be. But that doesn't stop women from trying to change this all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's just part of us being human. Yeah. I think you get good at training dogs and you think, ah, guys shouldn't be that hard. Next question. Vidmit, you take it. The third question: What is one of what is one thing that is unacceptable in what you are looking for in a partner, and what is one thing that is a need? I'm I'm feeling very sad about the grammar. I cannot understand. <laughs> so, what is something that is that is like a no no? Like it, it's a red flag. You're going to walk away. Yeah, you know. I, I like how Nixle explained it to me like to a kindergarten. What is a no no? <laughs> I can tell you mine, and it's it's. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for it. It's real shallow, but if you draw on your eyebrows, we're probably not going to get along. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I have eyebrows. I just fill them in to make them look thicker. <laughs> okay, well. Funny backstory. I told my wife that when we were dating, like when it was, you know, I don't know if we were engaged at that point or not, but I kind of shared that with her. Like, that's one of my big things. And she was like, um, something you should know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that, there's, you know, if it's a subtle thing, it's just part of makeup. It's fine. But there are some women out there that almost have cosmetically, they're a different person when they take their makeup off. And that is a little weird to me. And duck lips. Duck lips is a big no-no. <laughs> I agree. I think unless for me... The duck. It was like, but you know what I mean? When there's like so much like stuff in the lips, like it looks like they're unnaturally bloated and look walk around there strutting like ducks. Basically big-ass lips. Oh, yeah, and they, and they talk equally much. Like speaking with like a stuttering? No, 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 they just talk a lot. So, you know, it's just going to be like... Oh. <laughs> I mean, usually. I mean, you, if you, we're all seeing them. They're not, they're not that common, but they exist out there and they're a no-no. I think. <laughs> uh, I think for me, it's actually um, accepting for who I am. Um, so like I'm a very loud outgoing person and if you can't get on with that like from the first instance then we can't carry on dating because I'm very you know I like talking to people I'm an extrovert so I'm like ah people I need to talk to them so like if that is like way too much for you then we can't be together (laughs) because it's a part of who I am so and like also um I I dated a guy for a good solid year and like I didn't meet anyone like no friends no family and I was like oh you can come and meet my family and he met my family and my friends and stuff but he never opened up to his part of his life which I found really strange so like 
opening up yourself to me is like a massive I, I I need that I need to feel a part of something yeah I would say my big need would be having a cheerleader like someone who believes in you because that's yeah. if you if you want to get a lot out of a relationship then put that into the person you're with like just you know have faith in them encourage them in what they're doing every little thing they do just be like you know say a positive thing about it because man with with humans that is a huge like game changer it like multiplies their energy and what they bring into life into that relationship when they feel encouraged so having somebody that does that for me is huge Honestly, I feel like sometimes you don't need like a complete help on like some sort of issue from a person. Sometimes you just need someone to say that things are going to be okay. Admit things are going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. <laughs> You're right. They're probably not. All right. Next question. Oh. <laughs> Would you be okay with not knowing everything? About the other person. Oh man, that's that's cutting. I mean, can you really know everything about the other person? Yeah, over a long period of time. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I would mm. be okay within like the first few years of not knowing some aspects of the life, but like if you're going to be settling down with a person and spending the rest of your life together with them, then like you're gonna find everything out. So you might as well just lay your cards on the table at the start, and then there's like there's nothing, you know, there's no secrets. There's no like, oh, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it's more like a. Um... Like if it's a major thing, like it's a if it's a very important part of that person's life, then I would like to know, as Charlie said, after some time, you know, like. But if like it's a minor thing, like I wouldn't need to know that you have a level thirty uh, warlock in World of Warcraft, like some sort of non-important things. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, it depends. If you're still if you're still playing that character, you probably ought to disclose that information. Probably. <laughs> Because, yeah, if it's going to come back up for sure, it, it's something, you know, if you dated a crazy person and uh, and and it's a dark part of your history that you want to ignore, eh, you probably need to have that conversation before that crazy person shows up one day in public and, you know, causes you strife. So uh, I think I think the ability to be open is great. I The thing is, I think you should be OK with not knowing everything about the other person. like you should. People should be allowed to have their privacy and be able to mm -hmm. talk about things when it's appropriate or feels when they're comfortable. So like, it's like, you should, you should try to be as open as possible, but you should also try to be as measured and protective of your significant other's privacy. Even if that means, you know, uh, that you might want to know something, but you're not going to pry because you're going to give them the space to process and figure out how to tell you or whatever's going on. And just be there for them until until that you know happens. Hmm. Next question: <laughs> How important is it to have a world outside of your significant other? Oh, next one's going to say very important. I know it. Oh yeah, yes, I mean, I, totally I agree. agree. <laughs> I think I mean, we all agree on that one. Have a world outside of your significant other. I mean, you're going to get pretty bored if you spend every single second with that person. 
You need to have some sort of like times outside so you can talk about something that you've done. Yeah, that, this is why most relationships, when young people get in relationships, they're just doomed to fail because they got nothing else in their life besides like algebra and, you know, whatever homework they have. Their relationship is like the big thing. And uh, that that like, man, I don't know. It's just not healthy. Like, just imagine if I told you, Vidman, that you're responsible for pushing the button that reminds me to breathe. Like, that's the kind of suffocation you put on somebody when you say that you're everything in my life and nothing, you know, I have nothing without you right here all the time. Like, I'm just moving too fast, Nixel. It puts a lot of pressure on the relationship and on the other person. So it's a lot better to have a balanced resource of family and friends and other relationships that you can lean on. That's why I got on Discord in the first place is because my wife was like, you're killing me because I come home from work and you just unload eight hours of information on me. And uh, she said, go find some friends online you can chat with throughout the day. (laughs) (laughs) So where are your uh, information sponges? Pretty much. That's why when I come on here to tell you random facts or something interesting I heard today, I don't tell my wife that stuff anymore because it was just too much. So basically made us your second. Yeah, this is my, you know, my family. You guys are my family. Oh. My family away from my family. Which is actually a nice family because you don't have my phone number. Oh. <laughs> Not yet, Nixel. Not yet. We'll get there someday. So the next question is, what is one thing you find attractive slash romantic that is uncommon among other people? That's really hard to answer. <laughs> Throwing green paint and uh, saying you're not your avocado. No! <laughs> no! Vidman, no. Hey, don't shame him. He's got his thing. It's fine. Well, he likes avocados? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear the last podcast, did you, Fish? What? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was one of the questions. You'll have to check out the podcast. Oh, I see, I see. How dare you be in a podcast and not even listen to the first podcast? <laughs> Can we fire him? <laughs> I, um, I I honestly don't, don't know how to answer that. So this is kind of gently asking, "What's your kink?" Because like, if it's uh, un- <laughs> no, 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 I don't necessarily think that. You know, maybe it's like a very good. I think, yeah, you know what that. that- that's pretty nice. Or, or it could be something else. I don't know. I can tell you one thing that 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 I you're going to talk about, about your myself. King no. Oh. <laughs> okay, and this is a this is an old fashioned word, but vitality. Okay, so like, you know, the That's energy a video game term. The energy you bring, like when when people bring positive energy and positive vibes, you know, to a conversation or relationship or whatever, like that is a attractive thing like that, that, you know, I don't know that to me, that, that means something. Um, if somebody, you know, is constantly mopey, like that's, you know, unattractive to me, but and a good laugh is also pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> that's me out of the picture then. Dear me. I am. I think I like pretty much common things like I don't know. 
Guys, whoever listens to this podcast, go into general chat and rate Charlie's laugh t- out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. <laughs> we need to we need to find a scale and then we can do some on it. The question is, should you be upfront about what you're attracted to romantically? Because aren't you just setting yourself up to get catfished? Probably, yeah. You should probably be a little bit reserved. Yeah, I would think so. Or at least the the guy or girl you're dating maybe try to find out what you really like and maybe do something special about it, you know? Make it a surprise. I mean, I would say as a married person, it's good to know that stuff and it's good to communicate that stuff with the person you're with. Absolutely. Kind of like we talked about love languages last time, but if you tell somebody, like, I think it's sexy when you do this, like, that's helpful in a relationship. Mm -hmm. People people often play games where it's like, you know, I like it when he does this, but I'm not going to tell him because that would be cheating. No, that's not cheating. Like, it's literally just good communication. Mm -hmm. Unless it's vacuuming, because vacuuming is really, really... Vacuuming sucks. It's like, absolutely. I literally... It quite literally sucks, but it's incredibly boring. I might do it if I get told that it... Then I might be more inclined to actually vacuum. Okay, this isn't on the list, but what is one household chore or thing that if your significant other like loved doing it would be a huge asset like you would see that as you know cleaning the toilet really, really? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean for that's me, so simple what the heck <laughs> for me it's dishes because like yeah same. like I, I love to cook but like if you cook a lot and you you know cook complicated things you make a lot of dirty dishes and if that's it means someone's gonna have to clean the dishes and i don't want to both cook and do the dishes so my ideal relationship was with somebody who does the dishes and I do <laughs> the cooking. I will just confess that's not what I have at the moment, so I have two sinks full of dirty dishes. Right but Nixel, <laughs> that's why you get a dishwasher and you can basically name it. Uh, yeah. You basically have your What if you don't have room? I'm gonna later I'm gonna sit in the kitchen and What just... kind of third world country are you I'm gonna sit Fish, in the I have to hand wash no, I have to hand wash all of my dishes, Fish. I don't I have mean, a dishwasher. I don't have room for a dishwasher. I don't have money for a dishwasher. That's so third world country. Oof. Vitamin, you have dishwashing us, Fish. Oh, I'm shaming you. Flexing your dishwasher on us. Of course. It's like it's like the number one thing you gotta It is a it is a game changer. Like I don't I don't well of course I don't know because even for me, loading and unloading it. It's like something I hate to do. Oh, it's, so it takes, it takes 10 I'm pretty minutes. sure if you're, if you're okay with washing dishes, then a dishwasher is not life-changing. No, but seriously, one thing that would do it for me is someone who, I absolutely hate to do the laundry. Oh. It, it's quite literally, oof, no. All right, when we hear enough word silence, we know we need to do another question. Yeah, go for it, Vidman. Read the next question. I don't know which one. Which we're one on. is the next question? <laughs> okay, okay. Wow. Be, be quiet. <laughs> Shush. So, I don't have it opened. Come on, dude. What is one or two romantic gestures or signs of love that you thrive or want in a relationships? Example: holding hands, cuddling, or you know something else, etc. Going into a hotel after a nice dinner, 
Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to see it. Giving hugs. <laughs> that is such a nice thing. I love hugs. I think this, just for me, communication. <laughs> I went so long without communication. I just want it. No, just a simple text in the morning to say good morning and then a text in the afternoon to say good night. That's all I require. This is going to sound really weird, but when I was younger, cleaning my ears was like <laughs> something I love. Just if I'm just laying in your lap and you clean my ears, I was like, all right. Like, I know it's like monkey grooming style, but it, was, it really, it really touched my soul. Now I have Q-tips and it's not a big deal. <laughs> the path to Nixle souls is through the years. Apparently so. That's so disgusted. Would you be okay if the, if the girl used uh, like um, uh, some sort of like a stick for it? Or you... No, no, it's got to be the pinky with a with a nice fingernail. Oh no! <laughs> I've grown out of it. Okay, I've grown out of it. I don't That's do that even worse. Now we know about Nixel's kinks. Right. Yes. <laughs> You know. Oh, that is so disgusting. So how do you... <laughs> okay, come on. So how do you approach conflict resolution and how much are you willing to compromise if necessary? Or oh. are you willing to let your pride doom the relationship? Because some people... I mean, because some people are quite proud and they will literally ruin other people just because they're too proud, proud to admit they're wrong. You know? A.K.A. Zark. <laughs> Love you, Zark. But yeah. Such conflicting emotions. Yeah, but seriously, are you willing to compromise? Uh, I consider myself a fairly controm- compromisable person. I have to agree you- with that, Vidmint. Uh, <laughs> literally can't say yes or no to something. Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, what is he from? I mean, you always need to find the common ground. There's something that is uh, that suits both sides, but uh, you know, doesn't really hurt anyone. In every situation, it doesn't have to go relationships only. Like, it, there's no point in holding on to pride just for your you're right. It's much bit more beneficial to have something like a, a compromise a that. Compromise uh, that. Uh, oh, oh, Charlie, you're better. Oh, <laughs> Uh, like I was saying, it's much better to just have a compromise that allows you to uh, reach a common goal because you don't want to fight. Come on. Yeah. I, I would say when you think of compromise as in the sense of a middle ground. Yeah, basically. In most cases, that's that should be doable. I think in a relationship, you should also have an agreed upon time or card where you can say, I need you to trust me on this. And we're and I'm I'm going to get my way because I mean in some cases you know compromise leads to salmonella poisoning you know like it's either it's it's either hot or it's cold there are some things where compromise is a bad idea because you're just both well, both are going to end up unhappy with whatever this situation is if you're like oh I want a minivan oh I want a sports car oh we got a uh, you know what are those things those uh, sports sedans <laughs> yeah no I was thinking the the ones with the long back um, they're kind of not in style anymore. 
Oh, I know. Wait, I are they called the Station term. Wagons? Yeah, Station Wagon. Yeah. Oh, they're so popular here in Norway. I don't oh, know. really? <laughs> yeah, they're like every big family has a bloody Station Wagon. Everything hey, in America is an SUV now. They, yeah, big. but you guys and your SUVs, you want to... We like, we like 4x4. You like power. Yeah, but we, we have like station wagons with 4x4, like the a- Audi A4 Quattro. Ha! Oh, there's so many of them. And the Volkswagen Polo. No, not Polo, but uh, Passat. Uh, that's also a very popular station wagon here. Yeah. But there are going to be times where you're going to say, I'm going to let your happiness supersede my happiness in this situation. And that is the compromise. You can't do that too often. Like, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't play that card all the time. And it's not necessarily about pride as much as it's just like that, that meeting in the middle is not always good. So sometimes it's better just to say, okay, well, you get to pick the car we drive, but I am going to buy a boat. You know, <laughs> whatever yes. it is, you know, but finding out a way to. To balance I mean, that's still case. technically a compromise. It is. It is. It's just not like as direct, and not it might not be like sense. it might not be part of that same discussion. It might just say you might just say, "Okay, I let you have pizza tonight. This is like the fifth time this week we've eaten pizza. Tomorrow, I'm going to use this against you to say that I want Chinese food." <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know, it's important that people be able to do, you do that. Be able to compromise. Hmm? Do you do that, Nixel? Um, I, I, I do get frustrated if we eat the same thing to me. My wife, if you ever ask her what she wants, there's only two answers. It's either pizza or tacos. So That's like, I try not to I respect that, honestly. I, I respect mean, that. It's fine up to a point. <laughs> and then I get like, you know, I want some different flavors. So yeah, I do have to play that game every once in a while of like, Hey, I've kept track and, uh, you have had tacos, you know, three times in a row tonight. I want something different. You should, you should even have like those cards where lunch choosing cards. Each person, like, when once someone else collects uh, enough, oh, okay, I'm selecting this. You know, we did that once. Uh, instead of having uh, discussions about what to do, like, we created a bucket and put uh, date night ideas in it. Like, everyone got to write down what they wanted to do. Um, and then you toss it into the bucket, shake it up. And then, like, if you're sitting around, like, okay, well, we got nothing going on tonight let's do something fun. You just go pull a thing out of the bucket and they all had to be things that you could do with with limited planning, you know, like, Oh, go bowling, you know, little, little things. And you did that. Whatever the card is, we're going to do that tonight. And that was fun. And it's a nice compromise because it's not a matter of winning or losing. Like no one, no one got their way. We just, it's just random choice decides what adventure we have tonight. Huh? That's a nice idea, actually. Yeah. It's kind of what we're doing for this podcast. <laughs> Grab a bag of questions. So the next question is, how do you approach... Oh, no, we've just done that one. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is... Next question. What are one of your vices slash sins that the other person should know about and be okay with? This is again a question. What are your kinks? But but the kings that you should, <laughs> but the kings that another person should be okay with. I don't think it has to be kinks. Like, hmm. I mean, like, let's say you're a, you're a smoker. Like, is that something you're willing to change for this your significant other? Is that something they need to be okay with? I'd say smoking is a no no. My thing is, yes. if you know it's a vice, if you know it's a sin, if you know it's something that you 
generally shouldn't be doing, then I don't think you should expect your significant other to be okay with it. Like they can put up with it just like you put up with it, but you, you want a significant other who's going to encourage you to be the best you can be and not just completely settle for, you know, whatever your problems are. So it depends what it is though. Yeah. I have nothing really to add to this. I think I that's a trick the... question to get us to admit our vices and sins. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to know our weaknesses so he can take us down. Mm-hmm. This is the FBI. They all to us. <laughs> Sound effects by Fish Doctor. Of course. So the last the one from the last question from is describe what love is like to you and how do you define love at this moment? Oh no. Oh, that's when you need I to I wanna say, know what love is. No 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 Charlie. It's what is love. I want you Baby, to don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Hurt me. No more. <laughs> well I would say it's a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I heard this metaphor before. But it's a good metaphor though. We talked about this last time, I think. Like Yeah, I think we did. It's a feeling, it's also a commitment. It's a it's a love is a complicated thing. Mm. In, uh, I think in it's like, the most fun that you don't know what it is. In the Hebrew, there's like three different way. words for love because it's it's uh you know, it's very dynamic. There's a lot of different levels in Way yeah, I mean, the Greek philosophers uh, kind of described love in many ways. You know, family love, romantic love, other types of love that I don't remember. Like... <laughs> and haven't experienced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I give you our time. <sighs> I love how he said, at, at this moment. I mean, at this moment, I would describe love as this uh, this group of friends having a conversation, you know. Oh, Nixel, Nixel puts a lot of cute, uh, cute quotes th- today. <laughs> I mean, like, I think, I think the danger in like specifying what love is is it's a limiting factor. Like, if love is uh, a physical contact or a you know a style of hanging out with somebody and a type of relationship, like it puts more strain on those things because that's what love is. But love, you know. If you only feed yourself love in that manner and you only expect and appreciate love in that manner, then you're you're kind of going to end up hollow because you're not getting enough love. But if you start embracing the love of friendship, the love of family, you know, the romantic side of love, as well as like the the get your hands dirty and serve your, you know, your loved ones, you know, like this, there's a lot of aspects to love that if you start appreciating them all, I think it, it enables you to be a better person which makes you a better partner and a better family member yeah just a better person in general true i I notice that for me if i don't if i don't uh if i don't feel loved i get kind of sure with people i think that's where sassy nixel comes out is when i'm kind of (laughs) having one of those days and you might not know that's it. You know, you don't know. You just walked in on it. But hen, I don't. You know, I got no patience. Oh, I remember the sassy Nixle. Yeah, it was something else. Still shows up from time to time. 
Were there any other questions that popped out to you guys that were in that list of, of people having conversations in the channel? I'm trying to find someone that could yeah. be good. I think Hosoff did a really good job of answering most of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there is one that I, I kind of find pretty a little bit funny, but okay. Okay, what about this one? So, is it a good idea to bring a girl or a boy to a cheap place for a date? Literally, I'm going to say yes, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> or is that one already been covered? I do not know. If it's at the start of the channel, then probably, most likely, because we did speak about that. We talked about oh. first impressions. I, I like to set the bar low. <laughs> Just go, I like kayaking and photography. Why, why is not that me. setting the bar low? <laughs> no, that's, that'd be too high. My, that's I think too I'm, high. <laughs> The was... the next low means uh, going to a McDonald's place for a date uh, so, and oh, ordering a Mac Big Mac for the girl and asking asking her to pay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I mean, I thought like the low end was. I just showered, or not showered, and then go to McDonald's and ask her. To I just pay. not showered. <laughs> yeah, I came unshowered. Hey, you yeah, you knock it, but just wait till that fourth date when you take a shower for her and her, you know. Her eyes glow. <laughs> and nose as well, I suppose. Charlie knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait. Wait I'm just saying, you don't, when, you, when, you, when you always have like perfection, then you don't appreciate it. But when you, when you, you know, see somebody take effort that, they, that you, they haven't seen before, all of a sudden you appreciate it. So like, you know, if you bring your wife flowers every single day, she just won't care at some point, you know, mm -hmm. she might be proud of it and tell her friends that, Oh yeah, he does this all the time. But in the end, you're just killing flowers for no reason. Yeah, but if you, cool. if you ever make it a special occasion or something you do randomly, you know, it's more meaningful. That is so true. Uh, we did get a question about how long, how long after someone's been broken up before you date them. And I thought, we all thought that was a question about, if if how long before you you wait before you date somebody but i think he was actually asking how long when you when someone else breaks up before you move and make your move oh that's a that's a tricky one i don't know that it really depends on the person like you, you cannot make a assessment generally on this it could be a yeah. potential minefield yeah you don't want to be a rebound relationship i think you. yeah that's not a good position and you definitely don't want to be like you definitely don't want to be the guy who just tries to pick people at the lowest moment. Yeah. <laughs> Picking a low lying fruit. That's so low effort though. That is. What was there was a there was a rap song about that and like the guy was like, This girl doesn't have very many Instagram likes, I bet I could get with her. Like, <laughs> it's horrible. Wait, wow. Like, yeah. Wait, do you, uh, is it more like the the self esteem by the offspring? You've heard that one? I don't think so. Huh. You I don't check know. it out. <laughs> I mean, it's quite literally about the dude being secondhand. <laughs> and then she literally only goes with him. Hits on anything else. I've always been a fan of the friend zone. I don't know. You know, the whole making your romantic move really heavy-handedly heavy always seems like a real high risk because you're jumping a relationship into romantic gear 
before you really know the person that well. So you might not like, you might not even like this person. You might be infatuated with them and not like them and not know that. So, you know, if you've got somebody who's going through stuff, you can be a supportive friend and not take advantage of their, their current state. That's probably the best way to go with that. Obviously. Yeah, you might miss a dating opportunity and they might date someone else. But honestly, if that's what they're going to do, you didn't want to be that person because it's not going to. I mean, you would just be generally a better person this way. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, you need to be proud of who you are. Exactly. Preach. I think it's RuPaul that says, um, if you can't love yourself, then who the hell are you going to love? I can't remember the saying. Oh, and I watch it all the time. I'm such a letdown. Oh, what is that saying? Now we are waiting for Charlie to find the quote. I'm Googling it. If you can't love yourself, then how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? (laughs) Amen. Um, Nobody asked anything about Discord relationships. KMC did did a long-distance relationship question. Oh, oh right. Did we, did we cover it? Uh, I so. No, I just literally looked at it. Oh, where is it gone? Came and see. He changes his name so often. Oh, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. How should a person treat a long distance relationship if they're in one? I mean, my answer would be don't get into one. I don't know. I don't feel like long distance relationships work out like they might if you have like an opportunity to meet up with that person. Like if you live in, let's say, the same country, just like very far away parts, there's an opportunity. But if you're like a teenager or something that, uh, you know, lives in uh, in Europe and uh, your partner lives in, in America or something, you're going to have a very hard time. You're probably going to need to wait for like years before you could even move because your family is not going to let you to go to a separate country to meet with someone, obviously. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just say that's not a good idea overall. Yeah. I mean, I like the support and relationships that you can have online and with people that are not. I mean, you can get the support and everything from a friendship online. You don't need yeah. to. I think, that's what you, I think people should kind of, I mean, there should be a new term for what that is because it's not a real relationship. Like if the things that connect you to as people is all technology and there's no other accountability or way to know, I mean, that's not a real relationship. So it's, it can feel very real and it can be very supportive and and a great thing, but like it shouldn't be held up as like, Oh, I'm dating someone right now. Cause technically you're, you're just getting to know someone online. You're, you're not dating. You're not, you know, you don't see each other's yeah. mannerisms. You're not going places together and seeing how they treat other people while you're around or while you're not around. There's all kinds of factors that you're not knowing about this person. Yeah. Also on the internet, you kind of get, you might get like that emotional connection with the person, but like a good relationship need both a good uh, emotional one and a physical one. It's just a balance of those. Yeah. And I think the danger would be we kind of create mental images of the people we talk to Mm -hmm. online and those might not be real. And even no matter how well you try to like, even if you video chat, like 
it's always going to be that certain little distinct identity you've created and not necessarily the real person all the time. So, yeah, it's, it's much easier to change you a little bit online rather than in real life when you meet that person all the time, you know? Yeah. But I, I don't want to trash it because especially as you get older, like as a mature adult, if, if two guys, not two guys, if two, well, if two guys too, but if, if two people, you know, are adults and both have the capacity to move and to travel and have the, you know, the means to do all that kind of stuff, then there's, there's nothing wrong with it. Cause it really, like you might be in a town or a city that has just a terrible pool of singles and there's no reason you should limit yourself as an adult to just those people. What bothers yeah, me exactly is, what I said, uh, like yeah. if you're an adult, yeah, it's okay. But like, if you're like a, a, a person who doesn't have any ability to, to, you know, meet that person online from you that you met online in real life, then it's not going to go very well. Yeah. Well, and even beyond that, chances are, cause when you're young, like in, in, when you're 16 to 18 years old, all your friends are single. Everyone your age is single. Like as much oh. as they might be in a relationships, they're not married. So the idea that, that there's nobody in my area that I could, you know, go on a date with or hang out with and stuff like that, like it's not real. Like you're, you're limiting yourself. And when, when you start an online relationship that you consider a relationship, you're then completely limiting yourself. You're not going to go to prom with somebody. You're not going to, you know, have opportunities to go on dates because you're going to tell people, oh, I have a, I have a boyfriend with quotation marks around it, you know, and uh, that's, uh, that's not healthy. Like I think, I think, when you're young, it's good to have friends online that can support you through life. And I think you should make sure that that's what your friends are doing. They're not creating a, a role play life that you live online, but they're actually encouraging you to get out and to do things and experience the life in front of you as much as possible and enjoy it. Those are good friends to have. But if you've got somebody that's giving you that concept of a relationship and, and the only way you guys are both happy, if you're both sitting in your closet separately typing on a computer together that's not healthy and probably need to avoid that exactly nixel gives very good advice i'll be honest (laughs) i'm glad this was our topic because you know we we get i don't know in in the in the event channel sometimes and just in in general on discord when you're supporting people you'll get people that'll be like oh my boyfriend just broke up with me you know or my girlfriend just you know just cheated on me and your first reaction is always, oh, that's tragic. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. But then after about five minutes of listening and talking, you realize this is an online relationship we're talking about. Like you guys have never met. Like I understand it's still heartbreaking, but like the the problem isn't that that happened to you. The problem is that your focus is that this is a real thing. That was never, yep. a real, you know, and, and it's hard to tell people that, but that is the hard truth that, that online, you know, untangible discord relationships are not boyfriend girlfriend dating relationships especially nah. yeah even if you're old i think charlie might have a spirit with this when you're an adult you know it's complicated like even if they're just in a few towns over or you know across a border that's it's crazy complicated i tried to do a lot online relationship and it worked for about half a year but then you kind of like i missed the physical touch and like you know having someone there in person to support you and like I went through quite a lot of of things in in that time of my life and I just wanted someone to hug but I couldn't because he was like miles away so like that to me I, I couldn't do a long distance relationship again 
Well, yeah, of course. Charlie needs a lot of physical touch. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody has their love languages. I'm reading my wrong. Does anybody else have any sage wisdom before we move on to another topic this month? No. I don't think so. Oh, we were going to ask the question about dating profiles. So, like, common thing for people to meet these days is profiles somewhere on a singles thing. Um, Apparently, that doesn't have to be a dating app. It could just be any platform people tend to think is a singles app. (laughs) Just because you had a lot of singles. Sliding into your DMs on TikTok doesn't mean it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've told my wife about this one yet, so maybe we shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> uh, but no, it, you know, and, and I, I did I did have to modify a profile to make sure people knew I was married, so I didn't have to have that conversation over and over again. But, like, I, I remember having to set that kind of stuff up and having that whole thought process of, like, this is your first time meeting somebody, even though you're not going to get the chance to meet them. This is your first impression. So I was going to ask if anyone had any experiences with dating apps and any recommendations for what, maybe not what you should put, but what you should put, but maybe what the other gender should put on their profiles that you watch for or would care about. I have no experience in dating apps. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do I. I. Like, I've been on a few, and um, it's really important to describe yourself as much as possible. Like, I've been on most profiles, and it'll have a bit at the bottom, and it says, like, uh, tell us a bit more about yourself. And they'll just put, don't know what to put in here, just message me with hi. And it's like, how can you go on a conversation off of just that so like I don't I don't look at those profiles like I'll look at the photos I'll go into the profiles but if there isn't much there then I won't engage in it like just a hi you know (laughs) Charlie how (laughs) would you react if there was like a a person would just have in their bio like I'm a giraffe enthusiast would that be any better yes it would start a conversation for sure I like, I like, I like to read the profiles. Like, I know quite a lot of people, they don't, and they'll, they'll message you and they're like, how old are you? It's like, it's all on my profile. Like, you know, I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I have had those because a lot of the dating sites, they do have uh, bots on them. So like, um, I was talking to the guy that I'm seeing now and he was telling me how a lot of them, they, they just want to sell like pictures or they just want, you know, hookups. And it's the same for the girls as well. A lot of the guys on the dating apps, they don't actually want anything serious, but that's why I'm there. I'm there to have a serious relationship and they just want to have the fun. There's like other apps for that. Like go away. Also, there to just go send nudes. So, yeah, I've I've had some re. <laughs> I can show you some of the messages that I've had. Like that, they're really obscure and um, oh, quite questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I have them in a folder called Charlie's Creeps. Like one guy told me, of the month, just Charlie's creeps. 
Charlie's Charlie Charlie Uh I don't think I don't think some of them are, are, are suitable for the server. <laughs> like um yeah, but like one one guy told me that he loved me straight away. He's never met me, never spoke to me. He was like, I love you. I want you to have my baby. I was like, uh, okay, no. go away. Okay, but what if, what if he had followed that up with a picture of a baby? It says, here it is. <laughs> that is, oh, I don't know. It, it's really <laughs> weird to hear, I love you. I want you to have my baby. I was like, you don't even know anything about me. That is so strange. Well, I, I can agree with that idea because if, if there is a breed of predatorial men and boys as well who they won't put anything out there because they're going to chameleon to whatever they get presented. So if you talk to them about whatever, they're going to talk to you about what you're interested in. And that's not really being real or genuine. So I think the reason people don't, they're afraid to say I'm a giraffe enthusiast is because, you know, they don't want... But also that, that tells you something about that person. Like if they're not willing to express what they're passionate about, A, they might not be passionate about anything, which means they're going to be boring. B, it means that they're not ready for an honest, real relationship. Because like if you are, like if I'm literally at the zoo every weekend, you should probably know that going into it, you know? And uh, and you want to find somebody who's got that same passion. So So you put that out there. And yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I think it's a red flag. Anybody putting a profile that just says, I don't know what to say. Just DM me like, yeah, it's like a bad car sales pitch. You know, I don't, I can't tell you the price is, but let's just talk about it for a little bit. Yeah. So what are the prices next? So let's talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. Fish, you got any insight about setting up profiles? You ever uh, set up a dating profile fish? No. <gasps> I'm surprised by that. I'm why? Well, because you're so a young single man, you could be you could be getting those people sliding into those DMs. It's like a dating profile. What that reputation? <laughs> I met I met my wife on a dating profile thingy. Like a, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, I think in America it's called Coffee Meets Christian Singles. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. But I, I mean, there was a time where I tried all of them. And uh, kind of figured that's how you're supposed to do it. And so I tried all of them. And then I realized really quickly, it's the same people on all of them. <laughs> and, of course, because they have like, the same. Yeah. And it's very awkward. And, uh, and yeah, I had some bad, bad, bad dates from those, those interactions. But then there was this one app <laughs> that I used. I downloaded it, set it up. It was a different style app. It didn't, it didn't set itself up to where you could chat with people all the time it's like once you met matched with somebody like they liked you you liked them on the app as far as you like just profiles it gave you seven days to talk and then it deleted like blocked each other so you have seven days to set up a date and if you're not going to do it in seven days you're cowards you don't deserve to date each other so genius design for an app Mm -hmm. because you have to go you have to go meet and so we went and met had a great first date that turned into a quick second date for lunch and then after that, like I pretty much deleted the app the next day. Cause I was like, I'm, you know, I'm good. I've got her phone number now. And this is what I'm going to, this is who I'm going to invest my time in and make this work. And step by step, we learn more and more about Nixel's past. <laughs> but, uh, so I don't, I don't have a problem with, with dating apps and stuff. I do think, I do think it's toxic a little bit because it's turned into a meat market of people who judge too quickly like everybody's just looking for mm-hmm. 
specific things and scrolling through and it's like choosing what you're going to like on Instagram. It's not about relationships. It's more about, and and I think you get that situation. Like if you're in a store that sells 10,000 different kinds of toothpaste, it takes you forever to pick a toothpaste. But if you go into the gas station, they have one thing of toothpaste. You're like, Oh, this will work. Like that happens in your brain. You're like, there's too many hot singles out there for me to date one. <sighs> And, and they end up, people just don't go out and do things together. They don't actually date because they're so absorbed with the idea that, you know, something better could be around the corner too. And uh, too many hot singles. Oh, the first world problems. <laughs> is there a, is there a specific Lithuanian dating app out there? Uh, not that I heard of. I know there are some websites that, you know, various creeps use, but uh, I don't, I've never heard of them. How do you know about them? <laughs> Oh, I know them because they kind of advertised them on TV and I was weird, weirded out by this. <laughs> They've got all kinds of specific ones now. You know, they got things for the, specific religion. They've got ones for farmers in America. If you're a farmer and you want to marry a farmer or whatever. Farmers. Yeah. I mean, there's a TV, there's a like TV channel that is literally just showing concerts all the time and like posts from single men who are like looking for women. It's, it's very sad to watch it, actually. It's just guys there. I will say relationships get more and more difficult of a thing to navigate every generation, every year almost. Like the new technology, the new way things, the, the way society interacts with things. The fact that people send inappropriate, I wouldn't say inappropriate, but you know, stuff mm. that you wouldn't want posted online to each other before they've committed in any kind of serious relationship like that's that whole world exists out there and it's it's very difficult i'm sure as a young person to navigate all that and come out the other side without having terrible experiences it's always i would say it's always better not to use the dating apps if possible true true i think it it comes more necessary as you get older fish could probably just go to a bar and meet some people like yeah you got, you got have to... university friends. I like how you used have... people instead of chicks, like not knowing your doctor's orientation. Boy, I am not gay if that's what you're asking. I don't know about See, that. I have to use the dating apps because I can't get out and meet people. So, like, for me, it's really hard because, like, like I said, the dating apps, most of them, they just want fun. And I want a natural, serious relationship. But I can't go out in the world and find that. So I have to resort to the to the internet apps. And, uh, yeah, luckily well, also, enough, I have found you, someone. As you get older, too, you kind of know what you're looking for. Like, it's, you know, yeah. you, you, you're like, I, you know, I can pretty much in the first conversation, 10 minutes, tell you if this is going to work or not. Because I know what works for me and what what my desires are. But when you're young enough, you don't know any of that. That's why I think that my best recommendation for young people is to date and date often and don't get committed and just get to know people, find out what it is. It's encouraging people to be thoughts. Not thoughts. No, not, not, not a sexual way. I'm talking about just social interaction with the date uh, often and don't get attached. <laughs> well, because you know, so many young people deal with like depression and, and self-worth issues that all it takes is one person going, I love you. And all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm committed. This is the person I'm going to be with the rest of my life. And, and that's not, you know, 
hey, they don't even know if they love you. Like they're you guys are all young people that are, you know, haven't experienced everything yet in life. You don't know for sure. But uh that's why you kinda wanna have a plethora. Like I had a grandmother, I think it was a great grandmother rule that she gave her children was um you could never date the same person twice. So like when you were old enough and with, you know, my rule is 16 years old. So when you're 16 years old and you're ready to start dating, it's, and I didn't apply this rule. It's not, it's not a hard set rule that I follow, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a good advice. Like, yeah, but in her household, you weren't allowed to bring home the same or even, you know, go out twice. Like if you said, you know, me, ma, I'm going to go uh, date Susan again to this weekend. She said, well, who'd you date last time? Well, I went with Susan last week. Well, then you can't go with Susan this week. You need to find someone else to go out with. And then, you can go with Susan again after you, but it was the idea was like, you can't get in a serious relationship mm-hmm. emotionally. If you're always hanging out with multiple people, it, it kind of has to stay at that surface level of we're not committed. And I don't, it was a good rule. It sounded made, made a lot of sense to me. I, I think I have one last question for today. I think, um, I mean, this is something I thought of right now. Just I've seen in like, uh, in school and such very often that, it's becoming more popular that uh, you know young people very young people start dating like 13 year olds so like so what do you guys like think about that that's a bit amazing fish doctor how do you feel about dating 13 year olds no not <laughs> like 13 year olds dating <laughs> other 13 year olds not not pedophilia nixel <laughs> the the reason i had the the 16 year old rule <sighs> was because before that <sighs> You don't have the freedom to go anywhere in America. When you're 16 years old, you can get a driver's license and you can, you know, you have more independent responsibility. Even if you don't drive, you can, you know, you were trusted at that point to go travel places, to get rides, to, you know, figure out life a little bit more than you were when you were 13 or 14 years old. So any, any 13 or 14 year old saying I have a boyfriend, girlfriend literally is just a label. Like it's not, that's not a real relationship yet because there's no decision-making about life. It is literally a piece of paper that says, will you go out with me? Yes or no. And they circled it. Like that is not, that's not a real choice. But when you ask yourself, you know, would you let me come pick you up and take you someplace? Then we are actually going out places. We're going places socially together out in public. Then you're making the decision to be with somebody, you know, that's why 16 is the, rule of thumb for me yeah i agree completely uh, is that all we have to talk about today i don't think there are any questions left and yeah i think that's good for me we're we're past an hour so we're going to edit down of course, some of that's before we started so awesome sauce do you know what our topic's going to be next month no do you have any suggestions I don't know. Maybe we should put that in suggestions. Uh, I'd be open to anything. I, I like that. I like not thinking of it because then it's a surprise and the questions. It, it should be fairly vague so people could have all sorts of questions. I mean, like, you know, dating and romance, like it was a lot very vague. People could have gone any questions like right now, both funny and serious. So we need to have something like that as well. You guys have some interesting ideas about fun. <laughs> okay. You guys are making this hard to edit. Everyone say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bisexual. Bisexual. We got an echo. Oh, yeah. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I can't remember where we got to. Can this be our intro to to the neighborhood? Just fish doctor singing it.